1: So, without further ado, let's get to it. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to
0: another episode of Hindsight Hacking. And today we're joined by the one, the only Miss Shelly Swap. Now, Shelly, if you don't know her, she's an integrative herbalist who uses herbalism, ancestral nutrition, science to help women heal from the inside out. And Shelly has a membership that she offers where she covers a new topic each quarter and teaches you the what, the when, and the how to use all the necessary herbs and nutrition safely and effectively. And one piece of this membership is you will actually get a box of goodies that don't worry, you won't be having to do it by yourself. You will get all the knowledge that you need because Shelly is going to teach you everything. Shelly, thank you so much for joining us and welcome to Hindsight Hacking.
2: Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here.
1: We are so stoked. I know we talked a little bit ago and you, uh, Gave me some great tips about COVID, which helped because no one in my family got it. So thank you. Aye, yay. <laughs> but for the audience that doesn't know who you are, like we do, can you give a quick little backstory about Miss Shelley?
2: Sure. Um how far back do you want me to go? Um far back
1: as you would like to go. Okay.
2: <laughs> so I am I did not set out to become an herbalist. Let's put it that way. I have a degree in public relations. I work in nonprofits. Um, I do have a passion for nutrition, but it wasn't until my kids were, uh, my oldest was maybe 10, my youngest was four or five, that we started to experience some pretty intense health problems with them. And one doctor specialist after another just kept leading us to dead ends. They just did not have resources for us. and. I could not sit by and just take that. I just couldn't. I couldn't watch my kids suffer. I couldn't take their no for an answer as far as, sorry, this is all we can do for you, um, and started to search. And that search led me on quite a journey to learning about um, nutrition, then ancestral nutrition, and then herbalism. And I eventually went back to school and I have studied um, for years. So that was 10 years ago, 15 years ago. So it's been quite a journey. And I um, started my practice officially about five years ago and have really, really loved being able to take what I've learned and apply it to other people's lives and help them kind of find their way out of dark places.
0: Uh, so crazy. So how, for all the naysayers out there that are all about, let me take the the pill. Let me take the the doctor prescribed only medicine everything else is not real not you know like how do you get through those people that are just so anti uh i would say eastern medicine i don't know like what how do you just get through cuz i would imagine that that would be the toughest piece of what you do
2: it can be i um i'm in a unique situation because i specialize in women's health that there are not a lot of great resources for women when it comes to hormone health and that sort of thing. And unfortunately a lot of women find me when they have exhausted all their other resources. So they've gotten to a place where they're like, I'm willing to try something else. I'm willing to step out of the box. Um, So I don't have to do a lot of the convincing. I don't have to say, you know, all these other things don't work because they're coming to me saying I have tried literally everything and I don't know what else to do. Um, that being said, (laughs) I remember a few years ago when I first started my practice, I had some old friends from college reach out when they saw kind of the online presence change and they were like, wait a minute. So I started in, um, part of my backstory is I started in physics and astronomy. I am a math girl. I'm a science girl. I love, I love the hard science. And so when they saw me begin to speak about this new world that I had embraced. I literally had people calling me and saying, wait, are you okay? Like what happened? When did you become the herbalist? Like this is so weird. And and to be able to say to them, you know, I haven't stopped believing in science. In fact, I still use it every day in my practice. And I have one kid in particular who um, has been in early stage heart failure for years. And so we still use our Western medicine doctors and depend on them and rely on them, but they have, we have learned to work together because they got to an end point where they said, we don't really have anything else we can offer you. And I began to add some of these other resources that I'm familiar with from Chinese medicine and Ayurvedic medicine and nutrition, and he's done phenomenally well. He's not cured, but he's done phenomenally well. And so they're on my team too. And so that's kind of the answer that I give them is that I'm still here. I'm still the same great science gal, I've just learned to add some new tools.
1: I think that's huge. Um, you know, I, I think the, the friend area of life, they're probably like, did you get abducted? What happened? <laughs> right. And that's a total change. That is not something, but you said a couple things that I just wanted to touch on. Uh, one, people search you out because they're kind of at their wits end. Right? right. And they're like, Oh my gosh, I need help. And you're able to provide that. So that's awesome. So I want to touch on that also, but I love that you're marrying both the worlds of science and the herbalism because I think that's the direction. Like I, I'm not a big pill person. My wife gets mad. She's not either. She's a very healthy person, but like just, I don't take anything because I hate it, (laughs) you know? So I think both of those pieces are huge. And and I would love to hear a little bit more about what kind of was the catalyst to have you marry those two things?
2: Well, that's a great question. And um, there's two pieces of that story that are probably most pivotal. One is the son I told you about who Mm -hmm. he had muscular dystrophy, um, diagnosed when he was about two years old. And they told us, you know, he wouldn't be walking by the time he was eight, maybe ten. Um, he was then diagnosed with early stage heart failure by the time he was five. I mean, just catalyst after catalyst, and um, and so I started searching. And like I said, I need my, we need that Western medicine support to help him. And then we've come across other studies. I've I say I say we. I've come across other studies in my work um, and with the other colleagues that I have, kind of surrounded myself with in the schooling that I've done to help support him and we've seen a great benefit for his health. Um another piece though that was really pivotal for me, I was really quiet about that. Like even now I'm a little nervous to speak that out loud because I don't want anybody to think that I have cures that I don't. It's not right. about curing, it's about making life better.
1: Right.
2: Um in, you know, doing all we can to replenish and restore and and protect what we have and sometimes that gives us great phenomenal benefits and sometimes that just keeps us going from getting going downhill um quicker than we would otherwise which are both great right they're both benefits um but i got a chance to study in china uh, several years ago i got to go with a group of herbalists we were the first group of herbalists to go and study in the traditional chinese medicine hospitals in Chi- shanghai Um, traditionally it's just acupuncturists that go and this was kind of a new opportunity for us to go and work with the doctors in the hospitals, in their clinics. And um, it was life-changing. The doctors were thrilled that we were coming. They were like, this was a huge modern hospital that we walked into. And the doctors were like, we are so excited you're here. You're finally getting it. You Like, the Americans are finally getting it, that you can <laughs> you can do both. And, and I don't know what we were expecting. Like, okay, I know what I was expecting. It wasn't... So seriously reasonable. But I think, you know, I think in our minds, we were like, oh, it's going to be like this great acupuncture, like clinic on steroids. Right. But it was, (laughs) it was a real hospital with like real emergency medicine and real doctors and real protocol. I mean, like all the things we have here and the, the round that I went on the one week that I spent in the cardiology department, because we got to focus in different um, areas was Phenomenal. I watched the first week we were there, um, an older gentleman that was brought in by his family. He um, had been denied the opportunity to have a pacemaker by another hospital, by Western Medicine Hospital Mm. in China. They sent him home and said, we're sorry, he's too weak. He's not going to be able to survive the surgery. And his family said, we they didn't want to accept that as an answer. So they brought him to the traditional medicine hospital. So they have both kinds there. They have both Western medicine and then they have these traditional medicine hospitals and um, the traditional medicine hospitals have Oriental medicine doctors, Western medicine doctors. They have a whole team, nutritionists and everything. So you come in and they took this gentleman and immediately started an IV of um, a pretty famous herbal formula which they gave him they began doing nutrition they began they did acupuncture they added western medicine within two weeks he was cleared for the surgery wow um, and i just like that that was amazing to me and when we questioned it and said wait you're prescribing wheat herbs and western medicine together the doctors would look at us and say, "Of course, why would we not use all the good tools that we have available to us to help our patients?" Wow! And it was like, "Yeah, why wouldn't we?"
0: Yeah. Uh, man, I, that is incredible to hear that, and I wish I wish our <laughs> our world on this side uh, would would accommodate that. And and honestly, you you know, even outside of medicine, you just think about why why can't we just do the best of all the worlds, right? Like the, any racism or prejudice or, you know, however it is, right? Like there's so many good things everywhere. Why can't we just all blend it together and, and uh, Eastern and Western medicine in one place? How amazing is that to use that, all the best tools?
2: That is the dream, right? That's my mission is to help. Even if we don't have that in our hospitals right now, I want people, especially women, because they make, 75% of the medical decisions in the country. Um, they, I want them to have these tools in their back pockets. I want them to know that, yeah, you can totally go and talk to your Western medicine doctor and your acupuncturist and your herbalist and all these other fabulous, your PT, all these other fabulous resources that we have available to us. Just because they're not all in the same hospital doesn't mean that they aren't still worthy and capable of giving you great care.
0: Wow! All right, so you know you actually so you you got to have that experience, and, and now you you've been running this practice for five years or so. Uh, I mean, as the as an entrepreneur, yeah. what's what kind of been the the biggest struggle getting that going and 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 building that business?
2: Um, I think I'm the biggest challenge.
0: <laughs> we we all usually are the biggest roadblock.
2: Ro- <laughs> it's really it was really scary to step into the space of a being on my own. I had some phenomenal support. Um, so I started my practice in California and I got to work in a chiropractor's office. I had my own space in there, but she was such a support to me as far as being a woman, stepping into business and just kind of giving me the courage and, and the breaks that I needed to get started. And she really believed in me. Um, I couldn't have done it without her. I really couldn't have done it without her. I really needed her. And I'm so, I still, to this day, I'm so grateful. We have since left California and we're in Utah now. um, And I transitioned my um, clinic and all of my resources online. And um, again, that was really scary to like step out and have to be really vocal about what I do on social media, on email and all these things constantly, you know, to help people Cause, cause people need to hear from you a lot in order to recognize that, oh, oh, maybe she would be a good resource. Cause they're not thinking about me as much as I'm thinking about me, my business. And, and so surrounding myself with, um, coaches and people who can also give me that support. I I really needed it because it's, it usually comes back to me being really nervous, not recognizing, um that what i have is is worth shouting about over and over and over again cuz it gets very intimidating and like you said when you've got people who are like oh that was that you know that's a little too woo woo for me that's that's scary when people come at you like that
1: no i it's funny cuz you know i'm taking notes on things and actually when you were talking about the two medicines i actually drew the yin yang symbol right cuz i was like gosh like it's so funny cuz when i think of that part of the world—that's just like the first image that pops into my head all the time—and it's like God, that fits into this conversation so well. Yeah, you know, they can go together, and possibly—I I think we talked about this on our on our first kind of, kind of connect call, where you know I have a friend of mine who is battling cancer, who has defied all the odds by doing all this herbalism changed his diet and and he studied all these different ways that people were doing things outside the US. Yeah. And he's doing phenomenal, knock on wood, still doing phenomenal. <laughs> you know, but I, I think people need to understand that there's not a right or wrong way to do things. There's just, you know, ways that if you put things together, you can accomplish something and hit your goals that you're trying to accomplish, right?
2: Absolutely. And I mean, no two people are alike so why in the world would we think that two people would need the exact same resources to get well when they're not like we're so different at a very cellular level at times we just need a lot of different support in order to find that balance in our bodies I've been really impressed with um, so Huntsman Cancer Center is here in Salt Lake City Utah they're phenomenal and they have done a really remarkable job of starting to bring in some of these other modalities. I have a colleague who is now up there as an acupuncturist and they have several that are on staff and they make it part of their um, resource to cancer patients and to those who even after they recovered from cancer to have them continue in and get that care. and mm-hmm. The VA hospital as well has included things like acupuncture and different types of massage and things into their care because they've seen such a dramatic improvement and lowering of their costs by adding some of these other modalities. They don't have a full-fledged, but they are starting to see benefits, and I'm so excited to see it starting to move into more of a, a mainstream experience for people.
0: Yeah, uh, it's it's funny. One of our clients, he, uh, Dr. Carlfeldt, he, he is a, a cancer... Um, oncologist but his whole show his whole podcast is about the alternatives yep. that people go through from when they f- were first told you must go through the chemo the radiation and all that okay. stuff and and then they find things all over the world or places all over the world that treat it differently more okay. of the whole person versus just the chemo and just the you know just the, the, the radiation and that stuff and and so it's it, it's coming. I think it's coming. So I, I think if, if more people see as we as the world blends more even online, right like we have listeners from all over the world in China and Malaysia and all, all kinds of weird places that we don't know anybody there but they happen to listen. And so as the world blends, hopefully we get more of that hospital that includes a team of every aspect of a, of a way to help someone and cure someone
2: yeah.
0: instead of just the one medicine. Oh,
2: absolutely. I One of the rounds we got to do in China was with the oncology department. They have, as you can imagine, some of the highest lung cancer rates in the world. And they have pretty intense pollution over there. And so they see a lot of lung cancer. Plus they have a lot of people that still smoke. And, um, and they absolutely require their patients to do things like Qigong um, therapy. They talk about emotions. They're like, if you don't learn to take care of your body, your whole body, then the cancer is not going to go away. And if it does go away, it's going to come back. Like, like there's a reason you got it and we've got to make the changes so that your body can better take care of itself. And it was just really inspiring to see that that's a requirement for their program. That's a requirement to be treated there, not just chemo. They did chemo, they did radiation, you know, a lot of the Western things, but they also required, it was just as normal to add all these other pieces in as well.
1: So you said something and I just want you to maybe... Explain what you mean by that, if you can, where you said, learn to take care of your whole body. Because I think some people will think, oh, that's a different diet, or that's just meditation, or that's yoga. What does that mean?
2: Oh, man. that is a- If it's
1: acupuncture, I'm in trouble telling <laughs> <that. laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> no.
2: It doesn't have to be acupuncture. Acupuncture is just one of the ways. Um, one of the things I teach and that you learn. And so I've studied Chinese medicine and Ayurvedic medicine and Native American, Western medicine. And they all have a similar a similar concept that there are channels in the body that need to be opened um acupuncture does that in chinese medicine yoga does that in ayurvedic medicine um medit like breathing and meditation and those types of things does that in in other types of modalities but there's ways that we need to open up our body and allow the emotion to move through us because emotions we we have been taught to think of them as as just kind of these simple Things, but they actually give us a physical reaction, and we have to allow those physical reactions to complete in our body, and so that's part of it. And that breathing, meditation, acupuncture, yoga, qigong, exercise, art there's lots of different ways, but we have to allow to complete those things in our body, in addition to making sure that we eat well, we're giving our body what it needs, making sure that we get the sleep that we need, making sure that we have the connection. There's there's some tremendous um, research around connection and that, that people who are devoid of connection, who are, who are isolated, are at higher risk of heart disease and um, death than people who smoke every day of their lives. Wow. I, I mean, it's just phenomenal how important connecting socially and being a part of the world and, and getting to develop your talents are in being well. And that's what I mean by the whole body. Like there's so many pieces to wellness. And we used we're really taught to think, you know, take a few vitamins, eat well, get some exercise, you're good.
1: <laughs> right. Right.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's if you simplify what most of us know, eat well, exercise, that's it. So uh, don't, don't eat too much sugar. Don't drink, right? Like all those, those things. So, all right, I'm going to shift gears a little bit uh, because you went through the traditional science growth with math and all that, and found yourself in a position of need to getting uh, the knowledge beyond the Western uh, medicine. Uh, so we all know hindsight's twenty twenty. if you had the ability to go back in time, give a younger Shelley a little bit of advice. Uh, what, what advice would you give knowing what you know now uh, to, to try to make some changes? Because I'm, I'm sure someone is in your shoes right now, Uh, that was in a point in your life that they now, if they hear it, they could avoid it and and move forward faster. uh, If they hear what you have to say.
2: I wish someone had said to me, there are, there are always more options. There are always more options. I think the thing that was the hardest to hear was them was the doctor saying, I, there's nothing else we can do for you. And that is so devastating. And my, the the thing that I, the message that I feel most important to get out to people who are in those dark places is that there are always options. There are good ways forward and you don't have to stop just because one person told you they don't have anything else that they can offer you. Um, just keep going, keep listening, keep talking, keep researching, keep going, and um, because that's been our experience, my, my family's experience is that there are so many good things out there that may surprise you. They probably will surprise you.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I'm i going to save my takeaways, but uh, <laughs> there, there's a ton of different things that are going through my head just as you're speaking that I truly believe n- there's no coincidences. So I think it's very interesting. We're having a conversation today. <laughs>
2: I'm excited to hear. <laughs> yeah,
1: so it'll be fun. All right, so we've kind of heard what got you to where you are now. What are you currently working on in your career path? What's next? What what's on the horizon for you?
2: Oh, that is a good question. I'm I'm really excited. So I have a podcast that'll be launching soon um, mm-hmm. which I'm really excited about because it is an opportunity for me to introduce my audience to So many of the other resources that I rely on, in addition to herbs, um, to to stay well and to keep my family well, to keep myself well, to keep my clients well, to keep my family well. Um, So that should be launching in late November, and I've got. um, So you guys will be the first ones to kind of hear about this publicly.
0: We like being the first. Let's go. (laughs) I
2: I have a um, so I have a course called the Energy Restoration Project. That I run, and it's I take women through this this um, series. It's about twelve weeks where they learn, basically, how to care for themselves from the inside out. And then I incorporate some of these other tools that we've talked about. And um, they'll have a night where they learn about meditation, a night where they learn about um you know pelvic floor health, the night where they learn about breathing and those types of things. And um, but I am actually collaborating with a coach who specializes in women who are transitioning into empty nesters, menopause years, kind of a thing. And we are going to be running a special. Um, wellness wisdom years restoration project, which I'm really excited about because there is such a stigma around women as they age and that they must, they kind of go dark, that there's not a lot of options for them, that they're just supposed to experience all these awful symptoms of menopause. And, and none of that is true. Like there are all sorts of things that we can do to help them as they they transition those symptoms are telling us that they are run down that they're depleted and that we can do things to help replenish them and that these years are actually an opportunity to go in and um, and really thrive otherwise so that is coming in january and i'm really excited about that nice all
0: right so the podcast if i remember correctly was wellness restoration project yes
2: yes thank you
0: so everyone listening wellness restoration project coming november 2020 Yes. Uh, we don't have a specific date yet, but it's coming soon. So be on the lookout. And all right. So, what is the gateway drug? What is the gateway herb or oil? Or how, how does someone brand new get hooked into the belief and then and the experience that they will truly understand this stuff can work? And there's way better things to do than to take a bunch of other pills that we are often prescribed.
2: I love that you use the word gateway because I use that often.
1: <laughs> oh, you do. I was actually going to say I don't know if that's the right term or not. Oh, no, I
2: love <laughs> that you chose that word. Um, so one of my so I have a couple, and it depends on the person when they come to me. But but one of my gateways is an herb called ashwagandha, and it's an Ayurvedic herb. It is that? ashwagandha. A S H W A. G A N D A or D H A you'll see it spelled both ways. Um yeah. it is an ayurvedic herb. It's known as kind of an Indian ginseng. Um and it has a phenomenal ability to help the body sleep more deeply and then to manage the cortisol response. And so it instead of that negative cycle that we get into with stress, where we get stressed, our cortisol levels raise, and then we have a hard time sleeping, and then we get up the next morning, and our stress levels are already up, and yada, yada, this actually circumvents that and helps us go back to a healthier pattern. It helps us to um, manage our, our cortisol levels during the day, which helps us to sleep more deeply at night, and then improves the sleep, and then again, and it's just a wonderful herb. And a lot of people who are nervous or tentative will come to me and say, do you have anything that can kind of help me? And they'll, they'll kind of describe, oh, I'm having a hard time sleeping. I am just a, like, my stress levels are pretty high. What would you recommend? And, and I, I call it my gateway herb. So why don't you try some ashwagandha? And I can almost guarantee you that they'll be back within about two weeks to say, what else you got?
1: <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> that was wife.
2: Really I'm sleeping great. Can Happy I have leave some more?
1: Here. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I I, I tried to write it down, but I don't (laughs) think I spelled it right. So if you guys are not listening or paying attention or expecting us to have it in the notes, I apologize. (laughs) (laughs) I will send it to you. Perfect. Now, you know, um, one thing that I just want to touch on is the thing that's about to drop is your, your, is it a webinar or a course that you're doing?
2: So I do have, so which one? So I do have one that's running right now.
1: No, the, the new one
2: restoration, the new one so that'll be yes. in january um,
1: okay is that a program? Or
2: a yeah it's okay. a course
1: it's okay, a- okay cool so so it's it's funny because I, I wrote down the word losing identity so I think this happens to I think women more than men when they get married and they're a mom
2: Amen. right because I
1: tell Rachel all the time like you're you're a wife you're a mom, like what's Rachel time, right? So you got to have Rachel time. So you keep the identity because that's super important because at the end of the day, when you are an empty nester and you've now identified only as mom, yeah, that identification tag kind of goes away and it doesn't make sense anymore. And then you're lost. So I think it's super important what you're doing. And I think it's going to add a ton of value and impact to people especially now so if you think about it we're in a position where some of those empty nesters that only identified as mom can't even see people right right and they're going through a lot of hard times right and thanks for sending the spelling because i was nowhere close to that (laughs) (laughs) here i'm just going to be transparent because it's funny um you put as
2: I think I spelled it wrong too.
1: <laughs> okay. I, no, no, no. Because I wrote A-U-S-A-G and I was like, yep, wouldn't have found it. I would have been <laughs> calling you saying, I'm feeling really strange. And you're like, what are you taking? I don't know. I don't know.
2: <laughs> so it's in there. A-S-H-W-A-G-A-N-D-A.
1: I appreciate it. That's awesome.
0: All right. So with the the online world, uh, you know, from a, the, the educational piece, like that's a lot of what you're doing is educating the masses, uh, from the, the programs that you have. Um, but you're still, you still have the, the business yes. where you're actually selling this. Like, are there any restrictions with anything that you sell or are you allowed? You know, I could go to your website buy what I need and, and send it over. Or how's that work?
1: Um,
2: so I connect with a company called Fullscript. And that's where I send people most of the time to order things. Um, is that what you mean by looking for things that I, that I recommend? When, when I work one-on-one with clients, um, or if they get enrolled in any of my courses, where I make more specific recommendations, um, I will put things in a Fullscript account for them so that they can order it directly. There are some rules. As far as like if I have a and I have a blog, so I'll have a blog and it'll talk about um, reishi mushroom or it'll talk about um holy basil or, or some of my favorite herbs. And I'll explain what they do in the body and when to use them, how to use them safely and all that stuff. Um I can't sell them to you right there, if that's what you mean by recommendations. There yeah. has to be a couple of clicks away in order for it to be considered safe yeah. or legal. But.
0: I mean, that's a whole nother whole nother challenge to face with this, with this business, right? Like it's hard enough to get a client to educate the client to get the client to buy, but now you also have a couple extra hoops, you know, because of the space that you're in.
2: Yes. Yeah. And it's an interesting, and, and they really didn't, they being FDA, all those things, they didn't really crack down on it much um, until COVID (laughs) Um. (laughs) and now that there are so, so when COVID first hit, there were so many people that started selling all sorts of things, claiming them to be, you know, preventative or cures or whatever. Um, they really started to crack down. And so we have had to be a lot more, a lot more cautious about how we making sure we obey the rules so that we don't get shut down as herbalists, as alternative medicine practitioners and that sort of thing.
1: Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Cause I think at that point that was one of those places where people were just striving to try to find an answer and it was the next greatest best thing. Let me try that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think that, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Interesting. It's
2: interesting to see um, how much it has impacted my industry,
1: mm-hmm.
2: this pandemic because people panicked and they bought anything and everything that anybody told them might help. And so things went out of stock like crazy. And then all of like this, yeah, like toilet paper, and then the borders closed. And a lot yeah. of things get brought in from other countries because we don't have the robust industry here like they do in other countries where they rely more heavily on herbal medicine. So then that became a major issue. And then this summer when a lot of things would have come to full harvest time, um, they couldn't get people to harvest it. Because of the COVID. Oh, wow. And so we have growers who watched their entire crops die.
1: Wow. I didn't even they think
2: of that. They couldn't get the help to harvest it. And so we do have a really challenging situation on our hands where we have resources that really do help. Um, and we don't have enough of them all the time. So it's, it's been a really interesting year and many boys.
0: Wow. So many, so many challenges. And yeah, I'm sure the, the business was great for a minute, <laughs> right? For for anybody that was in your field, but uh, obviously you know the challenges that you all faced afterwards, no fun, no fun at all. Yeah. Uh, all right, so number one advice. Uh, I'm gonna, this is a two-part question. Number one advice for your woman that you're serving on what they should take just to be healthy. What's the number one thing you always recommend not, I, obviously, everyone's a little different, so maybe it's majority of the time you're recommending it. And then b on the entrepreneur side, what's what's the number one piece of advice that you would give any you know kind of female entrepreneur that's working their way to be online like you've you've done over the last uh, year or so?
2: Great questions. So the very first thing that I start people on um, is magnesium. Because our bodies have there's over 300 different functions in our body that require magnesium, and if if somebody is nervous about working with me or nervous if I know anything, or I, even if they aren't, I just say you magnesium is a game changer. Whether it's Epsom salt baths or taking a supplement, um, it really can help a lot of things really quickly, and so that would be the one thing I would encourage everybody to find a way to make sure that they increase their magnesium levels. Um, it's hard to get them in our diet. The soils that we grow our food in are just really depleted and we don't eat a lot of magnesium rich foods anymore. So that's one thing that I would encourage everybody to consider. I think like 68 percent of Americans are frankly deficient in magnesium. And we we go through it even more quickly under times of stress. And I don't know anybody who isn't stressed out right now. (laughs) So,
0: yes. So that number might be higher. right.
2: Right. (laughs) Those
1: are what food even has magnesium in it.
2: Um, There are actually a lot of greens and nuts and things that have magnesium in them, but you'd have to eat a lot of them. (laughs) (laughs) Just say
1: stuff you don't eat, Ron, and we're good. (laughs) (laughs) Stuff you
2: don't eat, (laughs) Ron. Stuff that we're going to teach you to eat, Ron. Yeah,
1: there you go. There you go.
2: We're going to think positive. And I think the best advice that I could give anybody that's stepping into this world is surround yourself with good people, surround yourself with people who are farther ahead on the path than you are like you guys, um, be part of masterminds, hire coaches, get your train section. I cannot even begin to enumerate the benefits and the blessings that I have gotten from listening to others who are farther along in the path.
1: Gosh, Okay. I love it. All right. So I know you've probably got the attention of some of our listeners. Where can they connect with you now? Where can they find you?
2: Um, So I'm on Instagram, um, Shelly Integrative Herbalist. And you can find me on my website, ShellySwap.com. I'm on Facebook, same thing, Shelly Swap or Shelly Integrative Herbalist. Um, Those are the three best places to find me. And then they will all connect you to all my other resources, my courses, my memberships, all the fun things. Um, if you'd like more information on how to add some of these great resources to your life,
0: nice. And the podcast coming soon.
2: Yes, right. the podcast. Thank you. <laughs> the Wellness Restoration Project. I'm so excited for that to come.
0: Yes. I, I, there's going to be a full episode on ashwagandha. As <laughs> I imagine <laughs> I see it.
1: <laughs> and, and you should just have Corey come on to try to say the word on right. <laughs> it. I, I haven't attempted the word. So if you've noticed, I've not tried to say the word one time because it is not going to be correct. I do my best. I know my limitations.
2: I, I hear you loud and clear. I remember being in China and the doctors like would quiz us and say, well, what would you what would you recommend for this client, this this patient? And I look at them like
1: penicillin. I'm <laughs>
2: not even I'm not even going to begin to try and pronounce the Chinese the Chinese pinions like, no, I'll write it down. Mm. (laughs) No, not going to slaughter your beautiful language. Sorry.
0: So amazing. All right, Shelly, it's, this has been a blast. Uh, I'm going to ask you one final question from my side uh, and then, you know, maybe Ron will give you one more, but uh, definitely, I just have one final question for you and that is, all right, I, I am taking your course. Is it, is it a four week program that you're hands on with me? Like what, what is that experience of how I go from, not knowing anything of this world of holistic, and and the all the nutrition and all the all the herbs and and everything that you're teaching. How do I, what's that whole process for? Uh, you know, really either of your courses, but it, it, is it hands on? Is it is it you with you, or is it me go and watch a video and hoping I understand it? Like, what's that process?
2: Oh, good question. So I have a couple of entryway points for people. Um, the medicine cabinet restoration project is that entryway for someone who's like, I want to do this. I don't know if I can do it right. I don't even know how to do it right. And I don't even know what to use. And so that is through the channels app. It's, um, it comes to your phone. It's a live video that I record a couple of times a week and you watch it, you can ask questions. And that is what includes that box of products that gets sent to you when you enroll, um, and so that's just tiptoe, hold your hand, get you through it. And right now we're doing colds and flu. So, which has been really fun. It's been so fun to have people, women learn these tools. And then I've had a couple who have said, oh my gosh, my mother-in-law was visiting and she had a sore throat and her glands were swollen. swollen and, and, and I did all the things you taught me. And the next day she woke up and she was fine. And nobody else in the house got sick. And and so that's the kind of stuff that we're doing is just kind of giving you little pieces of whether it's nutrients and herbs and all the different things that you can do to help. Um, if you are ready for more than that, so the the women's health course is longer, it's about 12 weeks. Well, I guess they're both a quarter, right? Um, it's definitely more intensive. You would you have like an hour of content that you would need to get through each week. There's some um homework assignments and things that you would fill out to kind of get to know yourself better and then um, live classes once a week as well where I get on it's interactive it's on zoom we would ask uh, they can ask a lot of questions and we'll cover some other things in depth that might be you know kind of confusing like ashwagandha <laughs> those types of things <laughs> and how to better incorporate dietary changes because there's lots of there's lots of um menu lots of um I, I do a lot of meal plan or menu options for them. I'll give them meal plans and things that they can use um, to incorporate as they make changes. Cause there's going to be times where, you know, you freak out at the idea of taking some of these things out of your diet. And it's so much easier if someone says, you know, let's focus on all the good things that you can keep in your diet instead of panicking about all that. Um, and then the next level after that would be working with me one-on-one. And then that's like serious handholding. That's like sitting down with me. We meet weekly. We, we just, tackle the big problems head on and you have access to me a lot. Does that answer your question?
1: Yep. That's okay. That was awesome. Like I, I actually got so much out of this particular show that I'm pretty stoked about. Um, Except for we're not women. So I'm not sure. If sure I know. I know right. that, that was, that was actually going to be my question. So I want to like get involved with you. I have to live through my wife and make my wife. Right? <laughs> like, right?
2: So, most of the time I end up working with men because I've worked with their wives. Got it. I do have several male clients that have been with me from the beginning. They're great. They're diehards. Um, But yeah, I do focus on women's health because they make a lot of the health choices for their families and for the people that they care for.
1: Yeah. As my wife says, uh, I do the cooking. So like, okay. So, funny, <laughs> no. so she goes, every dinner has to have like a vegetable. And I'm like, pasta is a vegetable, right? Like, no. I'm like, but it could be a vegetable. And she's like, it's not a vegetable. You can't cook. I was like, (laughs) darn it. So yeah, you're hundred percent right. Like my wife makes all of the health decisions. She's the one that wants, wants me around longer. So I, you know, keeps me healthy and you know, it's, it's, she's the one that takes care of the family. So if you take care of, the woman that's in charge of the house takes care of the family.
2: Yeah. That's the goal is if we we give them the tools and that's the way it was done for generations is that those practices were passed down from mother to mother to mother and blessed all those households. And we've lost that. And that is what I am trying to give back to women is that opportunity to say, there are lots of different ways that you can care for your family. Yeah.
0: Uh, all right, Shelly. Uh, definitely, it's been a blast. I, I really want to thank you for your time today. Uh, thank you for sharing your knowledge and getting us excited. And I know exactly what I need to look for to help my wife sleep. So I'll make that decision for her and uh, get some ashwagandha. I think is it was it not, is, far but, far. Uh, but, not but far. yeah, definitely. Uh, again, thank you so much, and uh, we'll talk soon.
2: Thank you so much. It's been so fun.
0: <laughs> thank
1: you, Shelly. Oh.
0: All right, Ron, I bet you when we started this, we didn't think we would have more than the two
1: takeaways, but I'm pretty sure we beat that number. What do you got? Dude, I have, I have a couple. Uh, One I talked about a little bit uh, on the show and it was about there's a right way and a wrong way of doing things. And that's how usually people look at things. There's a right way, there's a wrong way. And usually they're both probably not the whole story, right? So you could take pits and pieces from both and find a new way that some people might think is wrong, but it's exactly the way that you should go. So don't be afraid to pick and choose pieces you like from different things to make your own path. So that was one of my takeaways. And the other one's like super deep. So go ahead. I'm ready. All right. So, you know, I don't believe in coincidences. We've talked about this multiple times. You know what's going on with my uncle. Uh, Lifestyle changes, right? Like I have been hearing this in my Bible study at church, from my wife, um, from my family members that are sick right now. Lifestyle changes, I just keep hearing that over and over again. And what I mean by that is you have a choice and it goes back to a podcast episode. I don't even remember what show it was, but if you remember, I think it was, I don't even remember, but I'll say it and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. You have a choice. You can either make the decision to be proactive in your health, or you will be told you have to do it and you have to be reactive.
0: Yeah. I think that's was- way.
1: Do what I think that was Luke DePran. Yes, it was. Yeah. But either way, you're gonna you're gonna have to do it. And for me, it's about the discipline to do it. Like I know I do it, I know I want to do it. I even schedule the time to do it. I don't follow it, which is on me. There's no one else, it's on me, right? Yeah. And so it's it's God's way of telling me, Hey, it's a lifestyle change, we're on this call, like as she was talking. Just kept beating me in the head, so that that was a personal takeaway just for me, not for anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. Well, I got one more for for everyone, and and the, the what Shelly mentioned about the connection, it has just as much to do with it as your diet does. Mm-hmm. I, I you know I know I have a lot of good friends. I know you know you and I we hang out on Zoom way too much, and so we're connected even though we've been isolated. We're connected. <laughs> I see you
1: more on Zoom than I've ever seen you, like in person, man. Exactly. (laughs) Um,
0: So, but surrounding yourself with the good people to help you get where you needed to go, and with that is the connection. So Mm -hmm. make sure have connection. If you have kids, make sure they have connection. Right, keep their mental health right. You know, so so much. Just the connection is key for me. That was my number one. Uh, that I got from that. Uh, so anyway, thank you so much for listening, everyone. If you noticed, there's a link in the in the uh, video there. It's gethhm.com BF editing. It stands for Black Friday editing because if you have a podcast or you want to start a podcast, we've got a crazy deal for you. So jump on over there and uh, check it out.
1: Yeah, it is. It is a crazy deal. I'm not even sure why we did it, but it's only for Black Friday, and it goes away soon. But we want to thank everyone for being the best part of the Hindsight Hackers community.